Welcome, everybody. Hello, hello. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum, and I've been with Young Living since 2001, and I can't believe it's 2016. I mean, it's just totally crazy because when you work a corporate job that you don't like, and I'm not saying that's true for all of you because you could very well love your job, but I hated it because I don't like the color inside the lines. And you guys may have heard me say this before, and if you're new, you probably never heard me say this, but the, one of the number one reasons why I wanted to get out of corporate, because I hated being told what to wear. I mean, I just hated that. It was just the most ludicrous thing in my life. And I just, I could not wait to get out of there. And I remember going to work and looking at the clock on the way there, going, okay, I got to be there by seven. And then every you know hour you're looking at the clock, just waiting for the time to go by, and you're just looking and going, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to go home. And then you go home, and then you make dinner, and then you do a couple things. You go to bed, and you get up and do the same thing. And then on the weekend, you try to cram everything in that you needed to do all week long. And I just, I just that lifestyle for me just did not work. And I could not have imagined getting to retirement age and not going postal. I mean, it's just like the honest truth. I'm like, this is just crazy. So I remember one time driving to work and I worked for a good company. You know, I was making really good money. It wasn't that, that wasn't the issue. But I remember walking, dri- or walking, it was very far, it would have been too far to, to walk. I was driving to work and I looked up through the window and I looked through that blue, you know, sun visor thing through the window and I thought to myself, you know, whoever's out there listening to me, please give me something to do for a living that I will like to do for a long time and that I will never get tired of and that I can really help people. Because when I worked in corporate, I worked for Nissan as a quality engineer at their forklift plant and I didn't feel like what I did mattered at all. And I just saw people getting stressed and sick and people getting hired and fired, and I just thought, what is all this for? I mean, who gives a crap about this company? No offense, Nissan, but nobody, you know, really didn't care because the company didn't really care about you, and it's just that's true for many companies, and that seems to be what it is across the board. And to this day, I still get very excited with what I do. I mean, it's like 15 years later, and I remember those that day that my sponsor said to me, you know, I'd like to talk to you about going into business with us. And it's been that long, and it's really cool because talking to new people, turning them on to the the product or the business or whatever it is, we just have this gift that we have to share with other people with no matter what aspect of Young Living you're sharing. And not a lot of people can say that they truly make a difference in other people's lives with what they do. And that's why it is so important that you, as you are doing right now, and some of you are listening live, and some of you will be listening to a recording, that you're investing into your skill level and that you're investing into yourself. Even if you're not paying for this particular phone call, you are taking your time out of your life to listen, which is very valuable. And I give you huge kudos for that, and I really give you a big pat on the back or a virtual hug or a smile or whatever it is. <laughs> and I and I tell you, this is very good. You are doing more than most people do. And to invest in yourself to learn because your growth of your check depends on your in, your income follows your personal growth and it also follows your skill level. And as you have epiphanies and breakthroughs and you become a stronger leader and learning how to coach your team and show your team by example, because your team will do what you do, 
they don't do what you tell them to do. So there's a big tip right there. You could probably just hang up the phone right now if you understand that. And No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of good stuff tonight. But if you understand that concept alone, that your team follows what you physically are doing, they are not going to listen to what you say. I'm just telling you, it's just a fact of 15 years of trying to get my people to do what they need to do by telling them what to do. They don't, they, they, it, it's just a, a nature of human, you know, it's, it's just the nature of how we are. So they watch what you do, and by you taking the time and investing in your training, and then you get the higher skill level, and then you're doing things in a professional manner, and then they're going to emulate the same thing. They're going to invest in their training. They're going to invest into systems. They're going to invest in ways that they can be duplicable, professional, and also attract and grow their teams. I mean, that's just the nature of this business. The nature of this business is to really, I mean, yes, Young Living helps people with these amazing products and we've got this cool business. But what we do is we help people have better lives. We help people transform from just like me, you know, total head in the sand. I had no clue about life really when it came down to it. I was miserable. I hated my job. I was unhealthy. I was not exactly the epitome of a leader at the time. And that this business, network marketing, has transformed my life. And it will do the same for you and your people. So, again, just kudos to you for taking time out of this. And for those of you that are in the Diamond Factory training, that is, you're just going along the right direction. If you're doing the Live Green, Earn Green, which we've got some announcements with that today as well, um, there's, there's just so many good things going on, and just keep investing in that. Get to convention. Make sure you do that. Make sure you get yourself, like I talked about a couple weeks ago on the 10 Tips call, you've got money budgeted for your personal growth and your training. So, all right, so let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from that. Oh, one real quick um thing before I move into the, what the specials are here for the month, that we extended the early promotion for the Diamond Factory until the end of this month because people were begging because their commission checks were going to be really nice from December. They said, can we do this because of the holidays and this and that? I don't, I, you know, we don't have the money right now. I said, fine, no worries. We'll do it to the end of the month and you guys are good. You can still get it 97 until the end of the month. Okay, let's talk about specials because it's just full of trees <laughs> and herbs. That's what we do, right? So 190 PV, uh, you get the 15 mil of peppermint and 15 mil of rosemary. And then if you're on essential rewards, which you are a crazy person, if you're not, you get a 5 mil of tea tree, hence Melaleuca alternifolia, which is more fun to say. And when you say that in a presentation, you sound smarter, okay, <laughs> a.k.a. tea tree oil. So if you go to the 250 PV, which is a 15 mil of peppermint and the 15 mil of rosemary, and you get the tea tree if you're on bonus essential rewards. But one of my most favorite aromas in Young Living is not an oil product itself. It is Morning Start Bath Gel. I swear, it is delicious. You open it, you want to like just, ugh. I just want to eat it. It won't taste good because it's bath gel. But the Morning Start bath gel and the soap is the most invigorating, like, delicious aroma. And it's – I wish they'd make the oil itself. It's been around forever, but it's just divine. So you get that with the 250. And then when you reach the 300, you get all that good stuff. Plus, you get the Evergreen Collection, which is the Northern Lights um, uh, Black Spruce, the Idaho Blue Spruce, 
and a five mil of pine. These are all five mils. And that is, those diffuse are just amazing. So you just keep Christmas aromas keep going all through the year by diffusing these oils. And then you also, if you go to the 400 PV award, you basically will get back your shipping from your ground, uh, you got to have the ground shipping. But if you have the ground essential reward shipping, if you reach the 400, you will get that back in essential reward points. Plus, you get all the other good stuff. So a lot of exciting things happening on. That was a new addition for this month. So there you go, everybody. Those are what the specials are. So let's uh, go into the next piece here. All right. Now let's get ready for this call. Excuse me. I swallowed some air earlier. <laughs> like I need some water right now. I made this drink of all these antioxidants. Hence, I'm sure you know what I mean, what that is. And uh, just had a little belch. But So if you want to hear the recordings to this call, you can go to OurSimpleTraining.com, and that's where the last four weeks are. And then for the archives, everything is at DiamondFactoryTraining.com. There's over 100 calls. You can download them there. You can get a free membership and be able to download them all. I couldn't do that off of the, the Our Simple Training. That's why we moved them over there to the archive. And the Diamond Factory Training is also where you get the other higher-level training if you would like to. So this call will be, I don't know how long we're going to go. We typically do not go be at, past the, the hour mark so that it honors our time and your time and everybody's good and your brain can only absorb so much. So tonight's call... I'm really excited because so far these last three calls have been about getting your rear in gear for this year. Well, there you go. <laughs> Somebody can make an infographic for me. Get your rear in gear for this year and send it over to me when you get it done. So this is such an important call because we've talked about the 10 tips to get yourself going for 2016. And Tom was really, you know, really helping us getting going last week as well. But I've been working with Jen Ashby for like four or five months, and she and her husband are behind what we did for the Live Green, Earn Green, and then future things that you're going to be seeing. And one of the things that blows me away by her, well, first thing is she's been in the industry of network marketing, and she's built a very successful business herself which gives me major credibility with her. I'm like, okay, she, she gives credibility with me. I'm like, okay, this lady knows what, where we're at with this whole thing. She's not just doing this as a vendor, helping us, and doesn't have a clue. But besides that, I, I've seen things happen where she can get more done in the time it takes somebody to do something in a week. It's like boom, boom, break it out, bam it out, you know, get it done, check, 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 check. Nothing fell through the cracks, holy smokes, Wow. So I talked to her, I think it was about a week or two ago. I said, Jen, let's do this call on how do you organize your time. And I'll be so honest right now that, as you guys know, I don't baloney anybody. And I don't blow smoke up anybody's skirts or shorts. It's just the way I roll because it's just easier to be honest. I really want this call for myself. <laughs> That's the honest truth. And I, all of you are listening to what I want to know how to do because <laughs> my, my resolution, I guess you would say, is to get really organized because I feel like I'm not and to get really efficient in what I do. And that's why Jen is on this call, to share with you how to get stuff done. So let's talk about being productive and you've got your 10 tips already. You've got the coaching from Tom already for this year. And we're not even in the middle of the month, and you guys have some amazing stuff. So let's talk about getting 
stuff done because none of the training you ever get, none of the audios, videos, all the stuff from Diamond Factory, any books you've got reading, any on your to-do list, nothing matters unless you're getting stuff done. So with that, Jen Ashby, please come on and help us talking about getting our stuff done and being <laughs> Thank you for Hi, coming Jen. on. Let's rock yeah, of it. Course. <laughs> I love it. Can you hear me okay? Uh, you're a little quiet. Oh, really? Hold on. Or maybe I'm just How's got that? low volume. Okay, go ahead. How's that? Wow, that's that better? better. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So I'm going to be um, you know, really efficient and get through all these things quickly, right? Because we want to get things done. <laughs> yeah, we got homework. <laughs> but before we I do, I, I have to I have to say something really quick, which is you and I have never talked about our stories of how we found network marketing. But I worked in corporate America. I worked at IBM. Um, I was a project manager there. So, like, naturally I'm just a get-donner kind of person because um, that, was, that was my role when I was working there for, you know, seven-plus years. But one of my goals was how can I be able to work from home with this company so that I can have more time for myself? You know, I wasn't as smart as you, Jen, being like, how do I, like, get my own business, right? So that was my first step. How can I get work, be able to work at home? And I set it up by doing some of the things I'm going to share with you guys today to be so efficient during my day that I could literally by noon be done with all my work I had to do with IBM for the whole day. And I was working from home, right? And then wow. they came out with this, this same time. It was called System. I don't know if there's any IBMers or former IBMers on the line. It's kind of like AOL instant messaging or um, now we have Facebook messaging. It's just this chat feature. And I was on our computer, and then I was like, oh, shit, I'm busted. Now my boss knows I'm not working anymore because I'm done. So <laughs> then I told her how I can get everything done quicker. But then she's like, okay, good, we'll give you more then. And I was like, wait, wait a second. I'm not getting paid more. Like, wait. And that's when it clicked for me that I was like, all right, I need to, I, I need to do my own thing. And what got me out of corporate America was network marketing, right? That's kind of where my, where my journey began. But um, it, all come, it all comes down and stems down to being efficient and being productive and, you know, just really just getting stuff done. So that's what I'm going to share with you guys. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through these tips pretty quick, but then we can definitely post some stuff um, over in the Live Green, Earn Green system area. I'm a part of that group, Jen, so we, we can post some stuff there and everyone can, can kind of, you know, see some of the things or, and, and, and links that I'm going to be bringing up. Sound good? Yes, I'm right with you. Okay, cool. Okay, so first thing, this is my first tip, is, and it's going to sound airy-fairy, but it's not because I'm going to explain it in a different way. It's um, to be present. Mm. And I find so many times that people will either get up and spend an hour meditating, which I'm sorry, you don't need to spend an hour meditating. Like it, it doesn't need to be, like we have things to do in this life. <laughs> and, and I actually put this on my Facebook wall not too long ago about how so often people are looking for stillness. And I've been on that journey too, looking for stillness, looking for stillness. But then I had this awareness of being present. I mean, the present moment is an ever-moving moment. What was present a second ago is no longer the present. It's now. Wait, okay, wait, no, now it's now. You know, like it's constantly shifting and moving. So being still is almost counterintuitive to the fact of being present. It is being with the movement and aware and aligned with what's going on in the moment. So it starts with being here, like being here. So 
what I do every morning, the first thing I do is I, I don't wake up and just get on my phone, check email, hop on the computer, because then my attention went from sleeping or brushing my teeth or eating breakfast to the computer. And I skipped the whole step of being here. So whatever a morning practice is, whether it's, I know people that read scripture, I know people that do meditation, like whatever your morning practice is, is fine. But as soon as I sit my butt in my office chair, I tell myself, and it literally takes 10 seconds, I say, okay, I'm here. And I'll feel my feet on the ground. I'll feel my butt in the chair. I'll look at the flowers I usually have in front of me or the plants. I'll look at my computer. I'll look at my phone. I'll look at my water glass. I'll just really orient myself with the space and be there. So that in itself is like if, if you just start doing that one thing tomorrow morning, it's almost like you're taking all this attention that these, these atten- you know, attention we have that could be dispersed in all these different areas and bringing it in and saying, okay, I'm here. Here's my computer. Here's me in this chair. Here's this plant. Here's my desk. Here's my notepad. Here's my water. Here's my phone. Okay, good. I'm here. Okay, I can begin. And with that, you're putting all your attention into that present moment, whichever moment it is. So that's my number one tip. What do you think of that, Jen? I think that's great because we are so in our heads. We're like walking heads and talking heads and that we're not um, physically present. Like we forget we have feet and hands and eyeballs. And it's like all we have is what hamsters are running around in between our ears. And that's probably really one of the best ones I've heard. And this is only the first one, but I totally, I feel, yeah, I try to do that in the morning. When I wake up, I'll be laying there and I do the same thing. And I just feel the mattress, feel the bed, do some deep breathing. Like, hello, I'm here in my body because I'm very heady myself. And I got so many things happening that I often forget that. And when I don't do that, I I don't know about you, but if you forget, I'm sure you're the same way that I am. It's like everything doesn't feel right. Well, I, I can sniff grounding oil all day long, but it's not going to work unless I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> unless I do that little step. So you're doing the morning is great. And then, um, Jen, and anyone else on the line, maybe start doing it as soon as you sit your butt on your desk. Do it again. Just mm-hmm. be there. And it's, it's like that person. Do you ever see someone? I know, like, you know, people that are guilty of this. They're staring in the fridge, and they're like, where's the blank? And you're like, it's right in front of you. Yes. You know, or where if someone opens a closet and they can't find something, it's because they're thinking about a million things. Whereas if, before they opened the door, it was like, this is the closet. This is the door. This is the handle. I'm going to open it and look for jalapenos, whatever it is. Because just putting your attention present where you are rather than scattered in a million directions. So it seems simple, but I tell you guys, five seconds it takes, ten seconds, however long you want to do it until you can say to yourself, okay, I'm here, let's begin. And you will have more power and you'll have more presence and um, you'll be able to be more productive. So that is my tip number one. I want to add one thing because it's so appropriate to this and I'm sure people are thinking the same thing. Add, hence the oil quote, present time would be fabulous to start off. You walk in your office, open your diffuser, because we all have them in our office, put a couple drops of present time in there, turn it on, 
with your ground. I love grounding on my sacrum. That's where I love to put it or on the bottom of my feet or like on my ankles and just do it like that. You know, do the sitting there, like you said, feeling your feet, looking around, look at the plants, sit there for a second. But yeah, present time oil is, oh my God, it's beautiful. And go ahead. Go oh, ahead I like you. that. Yeah. Awesome. Present time I love is, that. is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Go ahead. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So here's another tip. Um, and this, I'm going to hit two easy ones first, and then I'm going to get to one of my big beefy ones. But this other tip is very aesthetic, and it's about how your office is set up. And it's in, it's, it's, this is not going to require like feng shui and restructuring and hiring a designer. It's, this is very simple. It's adding plants. Adding plants to your office, live plants. So actually it was Tom Challen that told me this, that the, uh, to raise your productivity by 20%, to put plants in your office and around you. And I'm going to take that a step further and talk about there's a few plants which I'm going to share with you guys that actually cleanse your air. Now, here's why this is good. When you have more oxygen, when you have cleaner air, you can be more focused, you can be more productive. So not only, you know, if you're an aesthetic person like me, where you love looking around a beautiful office and seeing a beautiful plant, but there actually is an impact that it has on your body. You're getting cleaner oxygen, you're getting cleaner air, it's removing the toxins, and you can be more focused without that toxicity in your body. So I'm going to list off a few plants, and then, Jen, I'll give you a link that we can put into the, um, the Facebook group, the Live Green, Earn Green Facebook group. Sound Perfect. good? Yes. Okay. Um, spider plants. I'm sure you guys have heard of this. You can get it at Lowe's. I mean, you can get it anywhere. Um, a spider plant is a really great plant um, it, it's it's beautiful. You really can't even kill it. It's it's um it's super easy to to own. You can be forgetful owner and you're still going to be fine growing this guy. So a spider plant is a great one. Mums, I think we all know mums, right? Garden mums or if you want flowers, um, they can be planted outside or inside. You can put it right outside your office if you have a door or a balcony or a window box, um, or you can have it inside as well. And they're really really inexpensive, right? And they purify the air. So you have garden mums, you have the spider plant. My favorite is the Draxinia. My mother had these in the house since we were young, and I've always loved them. I think they're so beautiful because they're so kind of funky looking, and they add a really cool freshness to, to design. And you can get them in um, green with variegated lines, like white lines or cream lines or red lines or just solid green. So there's different types that you can get, and there's a lot of different species. But the Draxinia really does a great job. Uh, cleansing the air. And then there's another one of my favorite plants called the snake plant, or it's often called the mother-in-law's tongue. I don't yep. know if you've seen it, but yeah, it's one of the hardest plants to kill. I mean, it's like yes. occasional watering. And um, I love it because it grows straight up. It's got a bright, 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 vibrant green color to it. It's, it's variegated, so it's got some dark and some light, but it's a really cool looking plant. And I love having that in a Drexinia because the Drexinia is thin and the snake plant's got thick leaves. So add some texture. And there's others I'll send you with the link, Jen. But really, um, the Druxinia, snake plant, mums, um, spider plant, they all add that nice oxygen-rich air into your office. They cleanse the air, right? They're cleaning out the toxins, and they're allowing you to be more present, to be more focused, right? So um, another great thing to increase your productivity. So, again, the be present exercise and then the plants. One thing I want to say about spider plants, 
that um, we're going to look at it just for a little bit of a different angle because if you put that near where you're sitting, you look at it frequently, spider plants remind me of network marketing to a T because you have your oh, home base. Oh, yeah. Yes. You are the main plant, okay? And then your little spiders that go off, you know how it starts to shoot off, but they're still connected to you, and then you can grow a new plant from that. That is your team. And then those plants shoot off little baby plants and on and on. You know those spider plants, like, you know, they just go crazy. But that plant reminds me of network marketing. So when I explain network marketing to somebody, or, well, how does Young Living Business work? I say, you know what? Think of a spider plant. That's you. You know how the spider plant, like, poo, it shoots off, and then there's, like, a new little baby plant right there, and it starts to grow? That's your team's. And then that plant, you know, sprouts another little plant, and then there's another team. And then they get that visual of the spider plant. So... I'm so glad you mentioned spider plant because I think it's the perfect plant for networkers to have in their office. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. That's such a cool analogy. Perfect. Okay, good. So we got the present exercise. We got the, um, the plants. So your office is looking good. You're in your office. And it's nice to get, again, Jen, this is so great to look at your spider plant as part of your present practice. And, guys, this, isn't, this doesn't need to be some big spiritual awakening. I mean, I literally say, okay, there's my computer. Here's my water. I'm in this chair. There's my plant. There's my phone, my journal. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, go. Like it, it could be that simple. You know, some days you may want to, you do whatever you want, but I mean, some days I make it so logical and concrete and, and blunt, right? That it's not this esoteric thing. It's that there's this, here's this, here's this. Like it's really getting me out of my head. It's the obvious. Obviously, these things that I'm telling you are, are obvious. Of course, that's my notebook. Of course, that's my computer. But stating it and feeling it with such simplicity really brings you there. So look at that spider plant. And if you want to take it a step further, visualize your team. Visualize your organization. Visualize that spider plant putting off more little little rockets of, of teams growing out. So I love <laughs> that you added that in, Jen. That's so cool. Okay, so now I'm going to get to my favorite tip. And this is the most important thing that I really want to share with you guys. And this is about, I'm going to share the concept and then some tools to apply it. So this is about being proactive in your business versus reactive. And this applies to your business or anything in life. Because if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. If you're reactive, meaning you wake up and you react, whatever is coming in in your day or life, you're only going to get so much done. You're going to end up wasting time because it's like our day is a vacuum. If we don't put something in there, it's going to be filled with things. Okay? If you're proactive, you are the one that is in control of your day. So I'm going to apply this to business, but I can even see it in my son's life. If he knows he has to go to school, if he knows he's going to have breakfast at a certain time, if we have plans when he comes home, we get a lot done. We can go to the museum. We can go on a hike. We can cook dinner together. But the days that nothing's planned and he comes home from school, he's usually on his iPad fidgeting around, and we didn't really get too many fun excursions done, right, because we didn't really, we weren't proactive about it. And the next thing you know, it's dinner time. So think of that, but then let's apply that to business being proactive versus reactive. So 
So one thing I do is, and this is all personal choice, but I have a notebook and a planner. It's actually paper. Do you guys remember what, the, what that is? <laughs> and a pen. And I know someone, and I use, I have an iPhone, I have a MacBook Pro, I use my iCal, like I have everything synced. I'm very techie. I've always been techie, but I still have paper and pen for my tasks. Because if it's in my computer or my phone, it's hidden somewhere. Even if I have reminders, I'm now being reactive to my reminders, right? So I literally have a notebook. Now, sometimes I've used a Franklin Covey planner. Um, other times I just, right now, next to me, I have a, just a plain notebook that I like that feels good and has nice thin lines, and I have a pen that I like in my hand, and I, I, that's all I have. It's a plain notebook. So it's up to you what you want to use. A planner, you know, I love the Franklin Covey planners, but I also just use a plain notebook. And I do not go to bed at night. This is the important thing here. I do not go to bed at night and rest my head on that pillow until I have written out what I'm going to accomplish on my next day. So when I wake up in the morning and I have my morning time with my family and we get my son to school, I sit down and I am on fire going through that list because nothing is pulling me away because I'm the one in control and I know where my energy and my attention is going. So I have a, um, a master list of all the things I need to get done. I use some project management software on my computer, things like that. But I have a list for my tools rock business. I have a list for personal things, right? I have a master list of things that need to get done, right? Now, I don't put all of those on every day. This is really important because I used to. And then I realized I wasn't as productive because I, I had a little bit of overwhelm going on. And then at the end of the day, I had a little bit of guilt and I didn't feel as accomplished. So I'll pick out three, maybe five. It really depends on how big the tasks are as well. I'll pick out some tasks and I'll put them on my list for the day, okay, including preparing for this call, including doing the call, right? Those are things that I'm accomplishing. Those are successes that I can celebrate. When we end this call, Jen and I will get on the phone and we'll say, what well, was good and, and, and how did it go? And, and we'll celebrate it together because this is fun, right? So these are all things, these are all accomplishments that we want to be proactive about and we also want to acknowledge in ourselves like wow I got this stuff done today I'm, I'm awesome heck yeah go Jen right rather than oh god I only got 10 of my 50 things done oh I gotta start over again tomorrow see the thing is guys you're never going to get it all done that's not the point of life life isn't a checklist a checklist is a tool we use to be in control of life rather that checklist being in control of us so you have to be proactive about it, right? Otherwise, that checklist in, in life will rule you rather than, rather than you ruling it. And you're the one in control here. So I have my master list, right? My master list is everything that needs to get done. And then when I go to bed at night, before I go to bed, I do it in the evening. Um, not too late. Like I don't do it before I go to bed. I do it before I close out my day. I'll list out here are the tasks that I need to get done tomorrow. 
And if I have a lot that I need to get done, then I don't put anything else additional on there. I can always go back and add more. But I put the ones I need to get done, and I prioritize them. And I do not prioritize them by ease. That's another mistake I see a lot of people do. Oh, this is easy. These two are easy. I'll just bang them out real quick. Well, do you think building a funnel is easy? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but if I said, let me do the easy things, I would never get any funnels done. So, you know, so don't just cheat yourself and do the quick and easy ones. Do the ones that are most important. And sometimes it's a matter of looking at the one that you really don't want to do and doing it first. Now, that's fun. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that sometimes there's something on your list that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, you know, excuse my French here, bullshit, because you don't want to do it. And when you do it, you would, be, you would say to yourself, oh, my God. That wasn't nearly as hard as I thought. That didn't take nearly as long as I thought. And next thing you know, all your attention is able to focus on the next task. Because you don't realize this, or maybe you do, but your attention, think about like your attention being rocks in a jar. You only have so many, right? You have so many of these attention units, this attention you have. And if you're not directing it, all onto one task, then you're not being fully present and in your power. So if there's things that I feel my attention is on, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'm like, nope, forget that. I'm doing that now. Because that, that task is not going to rob my attention, right? I am not going to be at the effect of that. I will contr- I'll be in control of that. So let me handle it. Let me take care of it. Let me confront it, right? So you go ahead and you take that that task that you don't want to do and actually do it first. And with that out of the way, your mind, you'll feel it clear and open up and be able to focus more on other tasks. So this whole concept of being proactive and reactive includes, you know, you making a list of what you need to get done so you can be in control of your day rather than just loosey-goosey floating around waiting for the next person to call you or the next you know, action to float into your inbox, right? So make your list so you know what you want to get done. Be reasonable about it. Put things that are achievable so you can celebrate your successes, right? Definitely do that. But you don't want to make it too overwhelming. Otherwise, you'll feel like a failure at the end of the day. Um, handle the things that are important first. And even if they're a longer cycle, handle the ones that are most important first. And if you find yourself avoiding something, approach it. Confront it. Get it out of your space so you can be more present for the other tasks. I know those are some of the most important things about being proactive. And then along with that, along with being proactive, if you want to take it a step further, you don't have to do this. It depends on your discipline. But what you can do is schedule your time, what you're going to do. So for me, maybe it's because I've been doing these practices long enough, I can have a list and I can just power through my list and focus, right? Um, And definitely if I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, nope, I'm doing it right now. And Jen, you know that. How many times are we like, you know what, let's just do this right now rather than putting Mm -hmm. it on a list. If it comes, literally, this is how Jen and I created the the most recent funnel. She had this idea and she's like, it would be so great to have this. And I was like, it would be so great to have it as a funnel. 
And then we're like, you know what? Let's create it right now. And in that moment, it was like this flow of geniusness. It just, it, in 30 minutes, we had it all laid out and done. Rather than saying, okay, well, next week I can do Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Like, we just did it right then. And that, that was super productive, wasn't it, Jen? <laughs> we were, like, blown away. We just called each other to talk about the, doing this call. That was one of the main things. There was some other smaller things I wanted to talk about. And I said, by the way, I have this thing, this idea, you know, and I did this call like a week ago and blah, blah. And like all of a sudden, like we had it done and it was being programmed like the next day. <laughs> it was like, holy cow, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was totally cool. So, and that's one of those things that I could have easily said, well, I have these times in my calendar that I do production meetings and the next one's Wednesday. But, you know, I was like, oh, let's just do it right now. And practice that like let me do it right now like let me not put it on my list let me if something comes up and you can't handle it in that moment handle it um but I, what i was going about about to go into there was scheduling so if you find this is new for you and you need more structure and i started out doing this initially um schedule your day break it up so i wake up in the morning and maybe for the first hour i don't even look at my email I handle the most important things that need to get done or it's going to rob the attention for the rest of my day. And maybe there's something that's a non-negotiable that I have to get done, and if I don't handle it, I, I, I will not be as productive. We think we're productive because we're moving on, but trust me, you're not. So if you ever have those non-negotiable things, I get them done before I even check my email, before I listen to my voicemails, before I'll answer my phone, nothing. Everything is turned off and I'm getting that thing done, whatever it is, right? Then I feel so free and I'll schedule time, okay, at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever time it is for you, I will check email for 30 minutes and see if there's anything urgent to add to my to-do list or to add to my master plan or that I could handle right then in those 30 minutes. Right? It depends on what's coming in. But it, I, I don't know if any of you are these perpetual email checkers that every five minutes check their email. You're, you're, you're being reactive. You're at the effect of your day. You're not in control. Yes. Right? Yes. So don't do that. <laughs> Start, if you're one of those people, then I highly recommend setting specific times that you check your email during the day. And if someone needs to get a hold of you so bad, they'll call you, right? <laughs> Otherwise, set those specific times, maybe three, four times a day you check your email, and other than that, don't check it. So schedule times to check email in between your tasks, right? And then here's another thing. Schedule procrastination time. <laughs> so I remember when I would always hear about people going on these diets and they would have like a cheat day. And this cheat day, I was like, what is this cheat day thing? My father-in-law was telling me about it actually. And he's like, oh, my cheat day, I can eat whatever I want. I'm like, oh, it sounds like a sabotage day, right? But, 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 <laughs> but, but to him, he was like, it was so great because it really kept him motivated throughout the week. And on this one day, he wouldn't go crazy, but he was able to just give himself a little treat, whatever he wanted, right? And it felt good to him. So, and here's what I noticed about that. By him doing that, let's say it was Sunday. By him doing that, well, Monday through Saturday, he was on point. He did not, because he knew Sunday he could go off. So Monday through Saturday, man, that guy was like on it. So let's apply that to your, your schedule and your productivity. Schedule in some procrastination time. Schedule in some cheat time. 
So what's cheat time? Uh, floating around on Facebook. And I'm not talking about posting something business-related. I mean, scrolling around looking at puppies and horses and, and butterflies and what, what, what's going on with this person's baby and just, you know, mindlessly getting lost in that rabbit hole, which we all can do, right? Or, or just, you know, going on your favorite stores online and just shopping or, um, or Googling or looking at the news. I mean, just there's these things that we can fill, as we all know, we can fill our time with. Um, maybe it's organizing. I used to do that. That would be one of my things. I would be like, oh, I have to go organize the, my closet. I have to go organize at the kitchen drawers. No, I don't. It's procrastination. So <laughs> we, sh- we should all be aware of what we do that are our procrastination kind of time stealers and schedule it in. So maybe your day would look like this. Wake up, boom, get done that one thing that is a non-negotiable that needs to get done. 15 minutes, check and respond to emails right, and evaluate if anything else needs to be added to your list if it's urgent. Five minutes, procrastinate. And in that five-minute break, do whatever you want to do that you would normally do to procrastinate. Get it out of your system, right? I don't care what it is, do it. Do it in those five minutes. And then go back to your next tasks. And then when your break comes to check email, check email. And then when you want to schedule procrastination time, do it. And what you'll find is, You'll, be, you'll have that mind break during your procrastination time. And that doesn't need to be on the computer. It can be going for a walk outside. It can be, you know, do, it can be so many different things. Um, but it's whatever you normally do when you're like, oh, I need to be working. Why am I doing this right now? Those are the things that you actually want to allow yourself to do. Just um, schedule it in and, and be structured about it. So it's like a flex time. Totally. Yeah, like a flex time or, yeah, things like that. Yeah, because I've wondered about that, too, when writing out a calendar. And if it's like if you've got so much back-to-back, you you can't plan some of that stuff. Like, you know, when something just takes you away, but if you've got a a flex time or like a time where you give yourself a break, you know, and you do like your procrastinating stuff or go straight in the drawers or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, because sometimes okay. um, we just need to get our mind off of all the doing and doing and doing. And, you know, if you have a practice where maybe you want to go to yoga or go to the gym or, you know, get a massage or there's something you want to do a few days a week, um, maybe some of you every day, it really just depends on what you need and how you handle stress. I mean, there was a time in my life where I had to do yoga every day I had to meditate every day, and I had to get a, I had to get a massage every week to stay grounded and balanced. Um, now I, I don't need to put so much effort there and into it because it's just part of who I am as I navigate my life. So it depends on where you are, but honor where you are and give yourself what you need so that you can be productive in the time you do have to work, right? So if you need more downtime, schedule it in. Right, so let's say you want to go to the gym, and, and that for you maybe go for a, or go to go for a walk. We'll just say a 45-minute walk. Let's say that's something that recharges you. If you schedule in that 45-minute walk, you'll be more productive than if you don't. If that's something you need in your life, right? Maybe some of you you need that three times a week. Maybe some of you need it every day. It's really just a matter of you knowing who you are and what you need 
so that you can give yourself what you need so you can be, it all comes back to being present because that's where the power is. That's where you can get stuff done. That's where you can focus. And if you ever find yourself feeling scattered, feeling like you're not getting things done, then ask yourself, well, what do I need? And it may be a week or two of having some intense self-care time during the, during the week. And maybe it looks like you're being less productive, but I promise you, you're actually going to be more. So all of these tips I'm giving you, it really comes down to, you know, you knowing yourself and knowing what you need and giving it to yourself, right? At that flex time, Jen, um, I mean, I do it. I do cheat time. Are you kidding me? I, I love giving myself time to just go around on Facebook. It's so fun because I have so many, I have so many people that I'm connected with that I wouldn't be connected with if it wasn't for it. And I love just, I love connection. I love connection. Now I have my deep friends that I connect with on a different level, but there's levels to people in my life. And, and some of those levels, I love just to stay in touch and, and say hi on Facebook every once in a while. So, and, you know, just see how, what their kids are up to or what they're up to. So for me, I, I like to give myself that time to do that and schedule it rather than, you know, escaping from tasks because I'm not taking care of myself or getting, giving myself enough breaks. Um, you know, something else I do a lot is just like when I sit into my office, I look at the things and I kind of ground myself and I say I'm here. I'll go outside and I'll look in the distance. I'll look at the tops of the trees. I'll look at the clouds. I'll look at the tops of the buildings, tops of the house, as far away as my eyes can see because I'm on my computer and on my phone and on my desk and in an office and everything is so close and my notebook is right here um, that everything's in my face. And sometimes um, if I find myself, this is what I do. Like I talked about, if you find yourself feeling like I'm not being productive, I'm spinning my wheels, man, do not force through it because it's, be, it's not going to be your best work. And I have this policy that people only get the best of me. That's it. Like I, I only get the best of me. My work, when I put my energy into it, it's going to be the best of me or nothing at all. So I will go outside and just look at things far away. At the top of the building. Look at the top of that tree. Right, look over there. Like I'll just I'll do this. And next thing you know, whew, okay. I feel back present where I am. And um, you know, come back inside and and get back to whatever's next for me. So those are some things. Yeah. Yeah. I know I can't hear anyone on the call, but I'm sure we'll we'll hear about it in the Facebook group. Um I have one more tip, Jen. Do we have time for one more? Yes, we do. We got about 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Oh, this is perfect then because my next tip ties into what um, we want to kind of share with everyone tonight. Uh, my next tip is leverage. Uh, I'm really good at some things, and I'm not so good at other things. And, you know, Jen and I, we, we work very closely together, so she, she knows what I pretty much kick ass at, and she knows – what I suck at, right? <laughs> and, and the things that I'm not good at, I don't do. No. And this even comes into my business, right? Um, if I'm good at something, like I said earlier, right, my business, my clients are going to get the best of me. 
They really are. And if I'm good at it, I'm going to do it. And if I'm not, I'm going to delegate it to someone or something that can take care of it for me. So um, this dates back to when I was first building a network marketing business. And I realized something that I was really good at and something that I enjoyed. Um, There's a book by Marcus Cunningham, and he talks about knowing your strengths. And he says, you know, he defines strengths not as what you're good at, but what strengthens you, what makes you come alive, right? I mean, there's things I'm good at that I don't like doing. That's not my strength. When I say there's things I kick ass at, what I mean is I'm good at it and I enjoy it. It fuels me, right? So if it's my strength, it makes me come alive. It makes me feel alive. So there's strengths I have. And when I was building my network marketing business originally years ago, I realized I really enjoy people. I mean, I'm like that to this day, but I really enjoy people. I love connecting with people. I love just being in, in the conversation, right, listening, talking, um, having that flow, that giving and receiving, just being in a conversation with someone. I enjoy people. I enjoy connecting. But then I found that as I, as I was building my business that when I would share about my product or share about the opportunity, that wasn't as fun for me as just connecting with this person and finding out who are they, what makes them tick, what are they about, right? So um, I found that that was what I was good at. And when I would present my opportunity or share my the business or products or anything like that, uh, even though I was good at it, I didn't enjoy it as much. And I've mentioned this before, um, it only took one person to look at me and say, that's great, but I can't do what you just did. And then I realized, uh-oh, this isn't going to be efficient here if I have to do all of this, right? Um, so I looked at what I like to do. I like to connect. And then I looked at what I could delegate out. And that's when I first, this is how I built my network marketing business and had success. I built marketing funnels. But I, in supporting my team, always had them focus on connecting. If we could all connect, and Jen, this is something we can maybe do another call on, the art of connecting, the art of communication, right? Yeah. Everyone communicates, but not everyone connects, and that's such an important thing to, to, to distinguish. But if I could spend my time and we all could spend our time communi- you know, being in communication with somebody, connecting, um, being present with that person, being interested in that person rather than trying to be interesting, then... I could simply leverage technology and point somewhere where they can get more information. And they would go there because I established a good relationship with them. They would go there because they felt heard. They would go wherever I sent them because they felt, wow, this is someone who actually cares about me and took the time to listen to me. This is someone to have a relationship with. And, um, the, you know, part of that or the tip here for being productive is knowing what your strengths are and using leverage, whether it's, a virtual assistant that can handle some things that you don't want to do using online marketing tools, like what Jen and I are building for, for, for you all so that you have tools to send people to, and you can hone your skills on connecting because honestly it's the most important skill in this business, right? Is being able to truly connect with someone. You know, you can say closing is the most important, but the close is a lot easier when you have a connection. So it really all begins with that, with that connection. So if you have, um, you know, you can have, again, like I said, a virtual assistant or tools 
so that you can point people where to go. You have a contact manager that keeps all your, your contacts organized for you. Um, one of the, my favorite things about the system that we built with, for Jen is the lead notification. I use that as I'm building my Tools Rock business. And I know what leaders have visited our pages and looked at them and which ones haven't. And I know who to follow up with first, right? And I know who not to waste my time on, right? Because it's up to them. I'm not, I, I'm not in the business of convincing. No one is here. Actually, what we're in the business of doing is connecting. So um, tools, using tools to leverage is such a huge part of being productive because it allows you to hone and, and, to, and to use what you're good at and allows the tools to do what it's good at, which is sharing something in a very consistent and compliant way. So those are all my tips, Jen. Did you get what you wanted? That's <laughs> it? <laughs> yes. I, you know, this is really, really good, and it helps to hear it. Um, because a lot of people, we don't talk about this. You know, it's like, hey, how do you set up your calendar? You know, <laughs> and uh, it helps to hear and pick up different things from different people. And um, you know, do we? We got like a minute or so. Should we mention what we're going to do Wednesday? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do yeah. it. Well, you you know you share Jen because this, this is all this is your baby. I know. Well, you guys, for two weeks ago, actually tonight. I did that 10 things for your great, your, you know, your best year ever. And there was such incredible feedback from that, and people loved it. I mean, so many people said, Jen, that was one of the best calls you've ever done. And so I was, you know, this is how Jen and I even got onto the conversation even to do this call tonight. I said, Jen, I did this call, and people are, like, going crazy about it, and I, I would like to make a tool with this. And so what we did is we created a um, a funnel, which is an opt-in page like Live Green, Earn Green, or you know, you know, you know, like that, where people put in their email to get the videos. And so what we're doing with this is it's a landing page, and we made this really fun twist on it about um, I, I don't want to I don't want to totally spill it because I want you guys to be surprised and love it, but it's. It's really fun and playful. It's not super serious like all those other marketing sites. It's not branded Young Living, so you can use it on all of your social media, send it out to your team even. It's, it's a very neutral piece because it's about those 10 tips. And I, I edited out anything referring to Young Living uh, because there's a lot of people out there that are in other businesses or they're looking for a business and you can get them to opt in using this tool um, where then, of course, they're going to be able to listen to the audio. There's going to be a printout of the 10 tips so they can check everything off, and then you can follow up with them with email, and then there's a space on there where they can give you, you know, more of their information if they want to be contacted. So it's a, it's a piece that you can do ads with if you want. Like I said, warm market, cold market, it doesn't matter. It's very fun, neutral. It's going to catch people's eyes, and we're going to launch it on Wednesday, and we're going to put it on the Live Green, Earn Green Facebook group, and we'll probably send out that to members there because whoever is a, is a subscriber to the Live Green, Earn Green, it's automatically part of something you're going to get. And a lot of you don't know, and we haven't really said it, but anybody who subscribes to Live Green, Earn Green, we're going to keep creating more funnels and more landing pages. You know, the, the one with the, the Living Green lifestyle, 
was the first one, and it was huge. It was a huge project that took like months. But then we're in a, we've got more that are slated, and we're also talking about bringing in some of the training into this as well and, and really making it a complete hub for you. So if you're already a subscriber, you're going to get access to this as of Wednesday, so you can start playing with it. And then if you're not a subscriber, well, get subscribed. <laughs> then you can you know, have access to the Live Green, Earn Green funnel, which is, you know, we've talked about it, and we've had webinars, but really quick, it's about – the Young Living Lifestyle, and instead of, you know, talking about, people always ask, what's the difference between what you guys have done and what other people out there have created? I say, you know what, we are solving a problem. You know, people are looking for clean products. They're running all over the place to find them. They don't trust their source. We are their answer. And it's not that we're, we're saying, everybody needs oils, come get my oils. It's like, no, how can I solve your issue? You're running around, you're, you don't trust what you're buying. Here, come to this company, they use these oils, they're using green products, you know, uh, ingredients in their products. This is what was this whole lifestyle. And that's what Live Green, Earn Green was founded on. And like I said, there's going to be more, more pages for you guys to choose from. And Anson did a webinar the other day who is uh, Jen's um, husband, on how to even customize and do your own. There is one in there that is about essential oils, and you can customize it to your own liking as well. So that's what's happening. And, again, getting organized and having your warm market leads. There's a warm market autoresponder in there already. There's um, this funnel that's going to be released on Wednesday. There's the Live Green, Earn Green one about the general products. There's going to be more specialized ones to different product lines coming out in the next months, and it's, it's really exciting. So if you um, get into the Live Green, Earn Green Facebook group, you just find it and become a member there, and we will post stuff. And, you know, we give you everything to, to put on the Internet. You know, we give you posts and pictures and what to say, and, you know, we want you to be successful. And instead of me just keeping it for my own team, that's why I opened it up for everybody in Young Living because the more of us out there promoting and posting the stuff, it's going to create this tsunami. So it's just like check it out, get over to the group. We're going to post the links for those plants over there as well. And if Jen has got any other little things that she wants to post, we'll put it up there after the call as well. And then uh, keep your eyes peeled Wednesday for that. And I'll put the, the link in the Facebook group so you can see the Live Green, Earn Green in case you guys haven't seen it. Um, there's a lot there. You can go through the, the stream and be able to see a lot of stuff, you know, as far as what we've been posting. But, uh, no, we'd love yeah, to have, I have you over there. I have a link, Jen. I have a link that I could send to you, a preview link, um, just so okay. it doesn't go into your contact manager. So we, we can we can post that there. And, and you know, I, I want to just – Jen, you know, let's talk later because I, I, I would love to do a call on connecting because this makes me think, you know, part of us creating all these different funnels is about – you all on the line, truly being able to connect with people, truly being able to spend your time doing that. And just imagine if the five minutes that you have to speak to someone isn't about you telling them about your business or products, but just listening to them, asking them questions, uh, being present with them, finding out who they are, finding out something new about them, finding out what they're truly looking for in life, you know, asking them the questions that people typically don't ask because they're going for the goal and, like, you know, reaching for what their, what their objective is, making it about them rather than truly about that other person. This is why I and my husband are in the tools business, because we decided 
to leave the network marketing industry and serve the network marketing industry because if we could help people understand that we are natural connectors, we are, we are also natural at it. Maybe we need to just practice it and learn some, um, just really be allowed to do it and have tools that can grant us the time to do it, then we could really all shine in this business. And when you can let your prospects determine your presentation, you are ahead of the game. And you're even more ahead of the game because you're not even going to give the presentation you're going to point. So it's better said, let your prospect determine where you point. So if you're Mm -hmm. sitting across from someone and I'm asking them, you know, maybe it's a friend, and I'm saying, okay, you know, how, how, how are the kids? You know, and she's telling me that one of her kids is always having a stuffy nose or their health, they're just really not high up on that health and wellness line. Like they're just kind of always struggling or, you know, don't, don't focus well in school or whatever it is, whatever, whatever we want to share, we're talking. My intention is not to sell. My intention is to connect, and that's it for that day, for that five-minute conversation. And I hear something that I can then say, you know what, I want to share something with you that really shifted my family and my household because when we changed out some toxins that we found in our house that we didn't realize were toxic and replaced them with some very specific ones, I noticed some great changes. Do you want me to share that information with you? Would you be open to that? Would you be willing to check it out? Mm. Boom. I share it. And then when I call her back, I say, hey, do you think that would help you know, your son? What did you like best about what you saw? I'm connecting. I'm not saying anything that she – I'm not doing anything she can't do. And, Jen, you started this call by saying your team will do what you do, right? And I learned that early on, that if I enroll someone by just simply being a person and caring about people rather than trying to sell my opportunity or business or even products, if I could just listen to that person, then they can do that too because they don't have to know anything about the products or the business. They can just point. I mean, if you're sitting across from someone who's telling you that they're struggling to be productive in the new year and they have a business and they really want to rock it out, then you could say, you have got to listen to this audio that one of my friends did on, on the 10 tips to really create a, a productive business, a rocking business this year. Let me give you a link to it. Just put your information in there and it'll take you to a free audio and a free ebook that will help you get your business on track. And that's the new Boom. one that Jen and I are going to be releasing on Wednesday. Boom. Yes. So if, if we can all just connect and point, your job's easy. And the better you get at connecting, the better, the better and bitter, bigger your business is going to grow. And it's, it's that simple. So <clears throat> I just wanted to close with that, Jen. Yes. And we are going to close now, everybody. We thank you so much. And one thing I want to say, Jen, is that I'm literally doing a PowerPoint training right now for Diamond Factory on it's not exactly what you said, but it's going to go perfectly. So when we're you're done with when we do our call with that, and when then I create this PowerPoint, those two things together are going to help so many people. So, anyways, I'm just really excited that we're going to do this. Awesome. We, it's going to go together perfect. Okay, everybody. Well, it is the top of the hour, and it is time to adjourn. So let me go ahead and open the line so you can say thank you and good night to Jen, and I will talk to you guys later. Hang on, let me open up the line. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We were muted. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. Thank you.